0: You are listening to the Photographic Podcast. Your hosts are Jay, Justin, Mike, and Valentine. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Yo. (laughs)
1: What's up? What's up? All right.
0: So how do y'all feel about being a photographer, being a professional? Um Or what you may deem as a professional? Do you deem yourself as a
2: professional? Mm. Anybody? I'd say no after what someone told me. Someone told me, or it was on Facebook underneath some post. And I was like, well, because my thing was, I thought being a professional just meant like you were good at something and you knew your shit, but apparently it actually means that you're actually making money doing that thing. Like it's your profession and you do it for a living. And I didn't know, I didn't really know that. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not a professional or <laughs> I will never be a professional because I don't really plan on doing it like full time or anything. Sure. Yeah, what I guess
1: you? I I agree. Uh, I would consider myself a professional. Um, I think we did kind of mention something like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that uh in some cases maybe we shoot on a professional level, but I wouldn't say that I'm a necessarily a professional photographer.
2: Right. That's the weird that's part just of my it. My take on it anyway. Right. It's like you could be a badass photographer, but like you can be a hobbyist and be a badass photographer, but not necessarily be a professional photographer, even though you're awesome at it since you're Yeah it's not your job then you're not a professional it's so weird sure what yeah i mean you if, you, if you look Valentine? at it like
1: sports sorry to interrupt uh if you look at it like sports or something like that i mean you can you could be a really good football player and uh maybe play football comparative to like a professional football player but if you're not on a football mm-hmm. team getting paid as your job to play football then i would say that you weren't a professional professional i think uh, it's the same for that's
2: this a good way to put it
3: Yeah, i think following that's the good. same consensus as everybody else um if we're going by terminology then no however <laughs> i'm going to sell myself as one and if i know that i can get business off of it and if that was something i wanted to do and i know i can do it then yes i'm a professional so
0: sure yeah i'm an amateur that shoots at professional levels i will
3: do the work for you like that right no. yeah yeah no.
0: mm-hmm. But I'm by no means a professional. I don't make a majority of my income off of it. I think for me, that's how I would put being mm-hmm. a professional is like, that's whatever you're doing is your bread and butter. Like, you, you make your living off of it. Um, All right. That's not
3: me. But well, if you have multiple streams of income and you know that's just one factor of it,
0: that, I mean, that, um... I've, I feel like when people say multiple streams of income, like a lot of those streams of income may be based around a central point. Like, for us, it would be photography or videography, whatever. But, like, you may sell merch or you may sell, like, presets or something like that. But it's all related to the thing that you're actually a professional about. Like, Peter McKinnon. He does videography and shoots commercials and he does all the sorts of stuff. He has multiple streams of revenue. He does coffee. He does... uh, Mm -hmm. brands for like uh uh, clothing or backpacks or photography gear he also does presets he does video work he does everything else but it's all centered around visual arts so i I feel like that
3: i feel like that kind of branched off i mean like if you think of how he first started off and his idea and then how many more things he's influenced off it i mean yeah he's built up He's built. I don't know what. Did he start from photography first or videography? Whichever. Uh, I think he I was, started like
0: real estate.
3: Oh, real. Oh, that's a complete different. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing taking photos of real estate. I gotta probably look at his backstory, yeah. but kind of using real estate as the basis, and then it's like, okay, I can branch off and do these things because of it, and. Mm-hmm that provided multiple streams of income, but I'm, I'm saying, okay, well, what if you have this? And of course, you know, you want to build and expand on that one sort of thing, but well, if I'm in this group, but I'm also doing something else completely not connected to that and another thing connected to that.
2: Sure. Yeah. Can you have multiple, can you be a professional in multiple things? Like, because you make money off yeah. of being a mechanic, a photographer, and you're, you own a dance studio. So you're a professional dancer, professional photographer. Like, you can be all those things, right? I'm a professional content creator on Instagram.
0: Hey, uh, I guarantee you somebody has that as their as their thing. I'm a professional content creator. What kind of content do you create? Uh, I do lifestyle stuff on, on Instagram. I'm a, a lifestyler.
3: Shout out to viewers that this is a, your it's, – it's relating to you. Yeah, halls.
0: sorry. I don't mean to like call you all out. I mean, I kind of am, but uh, you know, do what you it's do. It's thing. 2021.
2: Content creator, man, Wait, everything's so a if, thing. What exactly do you? What type of content do you create? Oh, I just do clothing hauls. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like oh, but hey, if they're making money doing that, then hell. Yeah,
3: for real. It looks like you're you holding a shadow right now
2: i know right <laughs>
3: yeah
0: he's my little house panther that's what i, I said
3: it. i saw it i saw it in the background and i was like
2: uh he's like just going like this with his hands <laughs> yeah yeah this is
0: my cat he's got two glowing eyes he's adorable and kind of needy sometimes
2: can i get can i get you to do this real quick just do this
3: Scotty down okay yeah. You've done some. You've done a couple um, shots of your cat, right?
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. He's on my Instagram. Uh, he's one of my favorite models because he does absolutely nothing, which is super still easy. Yeah, he's super photogenic when he's asleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's the cutest darn thing you ever did see, as long as he ain't moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but animals in general are great models. That's that's kind of the, the fun part it's like everybody loves cats and dogs so like take photos of those and practice that but then again it's kind of hard to communicate with uh with cats and dogs like what you want them to do unless they're well trained
2: so Mm -hmm. yeah i can imagine people who do pet photography my dog i try to take pictures of her and Mm -hmm. oh my god
3: (sighs) yeah so i don't have any new stories on photos because i'm behind as always um so you know Same. try to keep up the um expectation um but what's what's new in the film world y'all been doing some stuff oh my
2: <laughs> oh back down that rabbit hole mike's,
0: huh mike's dive farther down that rabbit hole than i will he's starting to take things apart i can't mm. oh mine i can't
1: explain <laughs> i'm a i'm a tinkerer by nature i like to fix things and Uh, take things apart and figure out how they work if i can like there's a limit i don't have uh the the funds to take some of the things as far down as i would like to um but i have uh replaced light seals on uh this uh this camera that i got last week Uh, i came across a really great deal uh, a really old camera that came with some really cool history and uh When I got it, I was uh, going through cleaning it up. It was in really good condition. It was a little bit dusty and dirty from being in storage for a long time, but uh, I had gone through and changed out all the light seals, verified everything, uh, was functioning, and finally got to uh, get through that role today. I actually just developed the film right before we started this podcast, so Mm -hmm. uh, I will scan that in later this evening and
3: uh, see how all that turned out. So look forward for his... uh, Are we going to be looking forward to a IG post uh, sometime before the end of this week, or... (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, I'm 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 always posting on instagram uh i got i actually started another instagram just for film photography so mm-hmm. as you Go can follow. see it right oh here
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna be down in the description <laughs>
1: <laughs> it'll be in the description yeah for sure
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: so i got i got i had to do that because i, I the way i'm approaching the film photography is going to be a little bit different than i was doing film or uh sorry digital because uh digital I feel like uh, when you shoot raw you have a little bit more power to control Mm -hmm. and fine-tune a little bit more how you want things to look but with uh, film I feel like that some of that capacity while not completely gone is a little bit more limited so um, I kind of wanted to approach it a little bit more naturally like try to get Mm -hmm. the shots in frame um, and exposed and with everything with the first shot uh, each time that I do it because it's kind of expensive to keep clicking the button. So, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it a little bit more natural looking. However, the film stock looks, whatever the colors that come through, um, I'm only adjusting a little bit of a light to kind of clean up the image, can maybe tighten it the way it looks. Uh, other than that, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be doing any other edits and that'll all go on my film Instagram page.
2: Hmm.
3: I'd like to dive into that thought a little bit more, but a quick question when it comes to your IG and your posting and this uh, for everybody. Um, I think the most relevant one I'm thinking of right now is Jalissa's and, and the way that you do your style where I, I believe you plant, you like to do the pieces of, um, of each of your photos. And I think you'll do one of the full actual photo itself. It's mm-hmm. so like, what was your thoughts behind doing that? Like you just I don't think did you start that right after rip or you kinda like re-tailored your IG to mm-hmm. do that?
2: I just started doing it. Um it's I've been doing it for a while though. Ever since like last I think last year. Um mm-hmm. it's just so people can see like a more close up view, but you do have to be like on the tile version of Instagram. You can't just be like scrolling like straight down or else it just looks mm-hmm. like cut up two cut up pictures but it's just so you can get like a, a close-up like if you look at the side by side it's like a bigger picture instead of just that small spot on instagram that you get whenever you post something <laughs> that makes sense sure yeah
1: so. yeah it certainly does make that grid look real cool
2: mm-hmm.
1: it really
0: does
2: and yeah it, i started it because of um on the organization kind of in a way because <laughs> Like, my, like before, my stuff wasn't really, like, cohesive. It was, like, I'd be editing different ways and stuff like that in different times of the day, like nighttime. Like, I do nighttime, daytime, time lapses, and all this other shit. And I was, like, how do I make this look like organized clutter? <laughs> yeah, I call it organized clutter because it was still, like, a whole bunch of different stuff. But at the same time, it was, like, I don't know. I tried to make it look a certain way, but... So that's right. really why I started so it can look more organized.
3: So I was trying this, uh, I mean, I was doing the exact same thing where I would just put everything everywhere nothing really flowed mm-hmm. together. I was like, Oh, I like this picture. Put it up. I like that yeah. one. Put it up. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this month, i want to do black and white. And then in the middle of black and white month, I'm like, Oh, there was this color picture, guys. Y'all got to check this out. So then after <laughs> that, I was like, okay, let me change it up a little bit. And then I started to do a, every time I did a photo shoot for something like a fashion show or whatever, I would do probably like, my three top photos on that line. Mm-hmm. But then after I was like, hey, I don't really like this anymore. So then I was like, you know what? Let me do maybe uh, one photo of that person and then maybe two photos of somebody else. And and I've just still been kind of jumping around. I haven't really found that idea, but now yeah. I'm just like, F it, you know what? Put it on there, You <laughs> like it, take it Take it for what it is and just keep pushing. Look, yeah. at, look at somebody else's uh, page or something, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just try to keep whatever is on the on the top of my feed that you're seeing when you if you were to first go to the page or more recent posted content. I try to keep it a little bit more up to date. So whatever I'm, whatever my mood is, whatever kind of kick that I'm on at the time, that'll be what you see at the mm-hmm. top. And I usually won't post anything that's older unless it kind of fits with the theme of whatever I've already been posting. I try not to I try not to go off theme too much unless unless I feel like that I you know, got onto a groove of shooting something else and I needed to transition.
3: But that's kind of how I post to Instagram anyway. And, Oh, before I guess, uh, Justin, do you have one or,
0: uh, no, I'm kind of random. Uh, whatever is the most recent on my feeds, the most recent thing that I've shot. Um, as far as like a pattern, I used to try to do like three photos. I used to try to keep it banded. So like you'd have three black and whites, three color, three black and white, three color, so yeah. on and so forth but uh um honestly i don't <laughs> shoot content like that so it's just kind of is what it is um yeah. recently i've kind of run out of content so i'm, I'm not no, gonna tell the fans that <laughs> hey It'll hurt what like, I've, i'm not uh i'm not like i have a full-time job this is all just for fun so like uh, I shoot when I get to shoot. Uh, I create mm-hmm. when I have something that I want to create. But like, I'm not trying to like force a daily grind of like Monday, Wednesday, Friday every single week. I have something.
3: Sometimes I don't. So yeah. is what it is when you said i have a full-time job first thought first thing i thought about was playing call of duty (laughs) and and somebody's beating you like every single batch and you're like man freaking die guy man i got a real job i don't stay on here all day freaking playing the game getting good but anyways um
0: i mean i wish that i could like i wish photography was a full-time job for me but like it's it's not um until it pays 25 dollars an hour 40 hours a week uh i can't make photography a full-time job it's just a a hobby for me but at the same time i I don't think i'd ever want it to be like a full full full-time job because like then it's not fun it's work and i i like this because it's fun it's uh it's challenging but it's not like if i screw up i'm gonna lose the roof over my head Mm -hmm. it's if i screw up i'm gonna lose a few followers
3: on instagram Oh, no. I actually said that because right. I think we've All had a couple of people mention that um, whenever you 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 should instead do it, or if you were to get paid for it, do the ones that you actually are always interested in. And even with that, I feel like if you're getting, if that's a, con, like you have a job for specifically the, the type of photography you like doing, even no, with that, at some point no, no, you're going to get burnt out. So I yeah, don't think it's going to take thing the thing as like mm-hmm.
0: fun out of it. Yeah. Like it turns it into work and I think that's the worst thing that we could ever do to something that like we enjoy is to like put other people's expectations onto it and then try to meet those on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Like sure, I'm not going to share yeah, exactly. like every single bad photo that I make, but at the same time uh, I don't always shoot banger shots like that's just not realistic but i'll do what i can
3: but you said uh like you said earlier you was talking about um like posting frequency and i know with Mm -hmm. all of us we sometimes have like a a large amount of posts we do i mean i know i was like posting sometimes three or four times a day and it was all based on feel and then i completely stopped and then i started Mm -hmm. again and i was like "Eh, i'll probably put a couple out here and completely doing whatever against i guess whatever ig algorithm there is but i was going to ask uh probably for other people that's trying to get their followers up because i know all, all three of y'all pretty have a pretty good followers amount uh, what would y'all say would be like a good posting amount um maybe on a daily weekly monthly basis for them to gain some more followers
0: uh i mean honestly i think that consistency is obviously key but doing something daily is a lot of work if you don't have the free time to dedicate to making 365 days worth of content don't try that method maybe try two or three times a week and post the same time same day every single week that way a you've got your own schedule and b you can schedule your things a little bit schedule your posts a little bit curate your content a little bit and like put a little bit more thought into it because like uh, a daily posting schedule is just that's it's just crazy like unless you're you take a photo shoot and you take 500 images and you turn it into 500 posts which i've seen you,
3: that some people do that they actually post the same picture but different like shit like short amounts they'll take a picture <laughs> like this and post this one and then the person have their face like this and they'll post it again and i'm like no well, that's not that's not how this works but I I can't judge it but I'm like I don't think that's how it works (laughs) whatever
0: garners you an audience and you're happy with post it but like uh, I think that like at least as a photographer and as as an artist uh, I think that you should take a little bit more time to like think about what you post and think about think about what you post, why you post it and who you're trying to reach when you post it. Cause like yeah. all of those things will help you build an audience and it'll also help you get better as an artist instead of posting every single photo where it starts out like this and then like this and then whatever next pose that's like barely different from the last one. Pick the best one out of those five and post that one that's and hard. move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, I know the calling process is also hard, but like when you go through all the photos and you look at them until you hate them, post the one you hate the le- the least. Like uh, mm-hmm. just a little bit of extra thought goes a long way into telling your audience that you actually care about your content and you care about like giving them the best instead of just mm-hmm. posting everything you got.
1: Yeah, I like sense. to view it doing it like uh, like highlights anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Like besides the culling process, obviously that's a that's a whole thing. Um, but when I do make the post, whatever goes up online for the world to see, I I think that I have other images that are worthy of being posted. But just like that, I don't want too much of the exact same content coming up. Right. You know. So, like if we go on a shoot, like when uh, Jalisa and I went to uh, Garland and uh, shot that downtown area i know i posted a few extra photos of that theater but it was just badass so oh man get over it but uh, <laughs> but there were some other shots down there that i took that i thought were pretty good and i didn't post all of those but that's i saved some of that stuff so that when i do run out of content i have something i can go yeah. back to <laughs> and I pushing back up later so yeah right
2: yeah that theater was badass with the um you Could see like the trees and like the light fixtures, like right above, yeah. So it like showed kind of like where you were standing at, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, cool. all that one with because you can see the raindrops through the trees, it was mm-hmm. coming down, and everything. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, those are was cool. the, I, the, the I really like those shooting was awesome. That. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, it was just luck, man. Like it was it was hazy and foggy. Like that night, we, whenever I'd left the house, we, it was foggy outside. They had like some sort of uh weather alert for fog in Dallas, mm-hmm. and then. I got up to I twenty, uh, leaving my house, and there was traffic. It was just backed up. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. So, like just the the weather conditions with the rain and the fog and everything else, and plus the lights there at that theater, kind of just worked out. That's one mm-hmm. of those uh, you can't really plan that to get right look uh, that good. So, I was I felt I felt really good about a lot of those shots that night. That's which is which mm-hmm. is uncommon.
2: <laughs> I always feel, don't always feel that like great a, about sections of,
1: of shoots sometimes it's like oh i like a few of these but man there was a there were several in that that night that i liked.
2: yeah was some it was actually a good spot it goes back to where you were saying like have you ever shot in your little town or something Because like who the hell thinks to go to downtown garland but because <laughs> we were looking for that sign and it wasn't lit yeah. up how we want it it was like let's go to downtown garland whatever and we go down there and it's like different it was kind of old-timey a little bit maybe that was why i had a little character to it yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all got some great shots out there. I really wish I'd, I I could have gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would have hey. been cool.
3: Mm-hmm. So my last question of the day is again for Mike. He was talking earlier about we was talking about film and framing. Um so like how many pictures should you try to take on like when you're trying to capture just one look? So uh one thing that I do sometimes whenever I can't really capture a pose so whenever I'm whenever I'm like working with two models for instance and I visualize a certain pose and I pose them the best way I can but I just don't know which angle I want to go with so instead I do like burst shots and I just go around the whole server what advice would you be like to say okay you have an idea how many shots should I really be spending time taking because when it comes to the culling the culling part I am on my computer forever and I'm like Geez, I took way too many pictures.
2: Man.
1: Well, I'm not as always many the as best person to... to get the shot. Yeah, that that <laughs> that is one good answer. Um I was gonna say I'm not the person to necessarily answer how many different uh oh. Was... <laughs>
3: was... Did we lose them for a second? Yeah. No, i right Or am I lagging? Yeah. <laughs> Angles and poses for modeling. Like... Like...
2: Back to what I was saying. So yeah, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, my We lost you there for a second.
1: Yeah, this happens. My internet uh, fluctuates in and out occasionally. But uh, I don't really pose models too much, so maybe I don't. I can't answer that question. Oh, yeah. I have a general Let's do rule landscape, for me. Then. Do what?
3: Landscape. So so when you whenever you take your landscape pictures, like how many of those shots did you take? oh see well
1: we got an answer <laughs> i can if it's landscape uh, i'll sit and i'll wait uh, or we'll set up and i'll try to get the light right if it's long exposure obviously if we're shooting at night it's a little bit different because you have mm-hmm. to get at least a couple of test shots in and look to see check your exposure uh for that because you're really kind of just going off a of feel to some mm-hmm. to some degree with that uh shooting film i don't know yet the few longer exposures that i've had Boy. i've just done it based off of guessing and I've been fortunate so far so but yeah one
2: <laughs> one long exposure <laughs> nice yeah
1: well you know with the the trains uh, stuff up at uh, LBJ Skillman mm-hmm. I just you know I kind of had an idea to get a little bit of a drag for motion blur and mm-hmm. I hope it works so but yeah, for on, for then. normal like landscape framing um sometimes I'll take I usually take about 3 and that's just because I want to catch some of the maybe some people walking through the frame and maybe I get framed up for a shot and a car drives through and I didn't want that. So now I have to take another one. But I don't I don't want to spend too much time, especially shooting something on the street. I don't want to spend too much time on it because if you spend too much time, then the moment passes anyway.
3: So fair enough. What about you, Joseph?
2: Oh. Uh. You're asking me, um, <laughs>
3: and you can speak on it now because you do with a lot of people. So,
2: unfortunately, um, <laughs> um that's funny because uh, on what was that on Sunday? You can guess how many pictures I took in Grapevine to make sure that I got like certain move because I think when it comes to like at least models like. I'm not really that great at posing people. So in a way, a, a way you can kind of cheat is like just tell them to like move around and then you can put it like in burst mode and you can like catch something that looks a certain way. And that's mm-hmm. basically what I was doing. i was just snap, 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 snap. I brought home 1500 pictures. <laughs> oh, I no, like, I was like, oh, it this, no. this is a damn wedding. <laughs> Not I don't even think I took that many pictures when we, when we did do a wedding. I've never had a lot of pictures. <laughs> I,
0: I think for our first wedding, we hit right around 2000. And that was both of us.
2: I mean, I already knew because my camera was like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it, was, it was reaching the buffer and it was like slowing down. And I was like, well, we got to take a little break real quick. Let the let the A6400 breathe. <laughs> But I got the shots I wanted. It was just going through them. It was a little bit of a bitch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with burst mode. It just sucks later on when you're trying to call them or it slows your. That's when you down. turn them into gifts. Mm-hmm. You can do that too. See, there's that's the other benefit: turn them into gifts.
3: <laughs> All right. So we got so so. Me and is the same. Mike Mike's in a different type of world. And now, uh, last last person that could either tie it or or, or win it, Justin.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm not tying it for, for anybody. Uh, I'd probably like, uh, I don't know, for models, 10 to 15 photos. I mean, it depends. Like uh, if I, if I know the look and they nail it, maybe two or three, cause I'm going to like bracket my shots to make sure that I get the, the, the lighting that I want to. But mm-hmm. uh, um, I mean, yeah, maybe five to 10 at the, at the most. And then we're going to move on to a different pose or um, we're going to move to a different lighting scenario or backdrop or something. Um, I don't spend a lot of time with it. I think with the quinceanera photo shoot that I, I did, um, like the, the invitation stuff, uh, I'd take like two or three shots in each pose and then I'd move around and I'd try to get a different angle of it, take two or three shots, and then we move on to the next location. So uh, it... I. If I know what I'm looking for, I just need to like narrow down the composition, and I can do that without taking a photo. Uh, with my mirrorless camera, the, the display has got a live view, so I can get it exactly the way I want in camera, line it up, and then take a single shot, and let's go on to the next thing. Like uh, I don't need to spend 30 minutes taking 1,500 shots of the exact same thing. I, I can just compose through the live view and move on. So
2: yeah. I'll struggle right. with that.
3: <laughs> I think I want to talk about that on the next episode. Live view versus shooting through um, what, viewfinder I guess. Viewfinder. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: mirrorless and and well, we'll get into it later. Next episode. It's been fun guys. We'll see y'all in the next one. Okay, Peace. Peace.